We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. You're listening to Power 98.5, powered by United Angels Dream, your number one resource for public relations, entertainment, and multimedia. Contact them today at unitedangelsdream.com. Empowering listeners from the U.S. to the U.K. Live on air with Stephen Cuoco. We're back and we're loving it. You are in the Actors and Athlete Studio with Stephen Cuoco and my one and only Mr. Jake Jensen. We've got a lot of topics and talks, especially about Mars. May not be the type of Mars you're thinking of. What, Mars bar? Mars the planet? Where, where are we going with Mars today? Well, why is Mars approach essential for athletes, actors, and entertainers to practice self-care and obtain the highest results? Jake's going to have it all. This is his approach. It's about mindfulness, it's about accountability, it's about resiliency, and self-care. He said it in the last episode, which you all love. This one is his favorite, the part of self-care. I'm going to read this part here. This might be my favorite pillar, Jake expresses of the Mars approach because I think it's so important for athletes, actors, and entertainers to practice self-care. This can in- this can include taking time in nature, actively pursuing a hobby or passion project, providing service to others, etc. We all need periods of both rest and activity, but I find that many of us focus our attention on the periods of activity and neglect the periods of rest and recovery that's in every field you go on social media it's like do you not take a break (laughs) especially these marketing managers and people who are trying to sell marketing money packages and think and grow rich systems and everything else like that like jake can cover every profession not just sports and athletics and acting and modeling like this mars to me and jake uh, this can be applied in any industry oh absolutely i mean that's the that's the beauty of it is it can help anyone and everyone and you know even when i teach my classes uh university classes i say you don't have to be a high level performer to benefit from this this can help you with as a student it can help you in your job it can help you with your family work family life balance so yeah, I think that's the beauty of, of this is that it, it applies to everyone. For those that are tuning in, and thank you for being with us, whether you're listening on the iOS or Android app, Alexa, Siri, and we are streaming live, Power 98.5, on Apple Music for all great things. You know, Jake Jensen, I've got to, let me tap it here. It's Jake Jensen Media is his Instagram. He's now on TikTok. So we're as of today. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still the same handle, Jake Jensen Media. Yes, it is. I thought that would make it simple to have one one handle. So I'm looking forward to get, getting the talk going. <laughs> you're going to explode. There's no way. Remember, and you know your own words and advice. 
Consistency, 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 my friend. Yes, yes. And actually, it got me really excited because I saw that you could post up to like 10 minute um, videos on TikTok. And I'd love to do some live you know, or post some 10 minute meditations, mindfulness exercises, things that I can sh- really share with with people. And, and that's a perfect length for, for that. So I think TikTok's going to be a great uh, platform for me. Oh, of course. And there is no one else like you. I have not seen anyone of your caliber, your status your profession on there. You're going to find marketers, advertisers, real estate agent, cooks, think and grow rich people, but not someone like you. So you may be starting something brand new on TikTok. Well, that's great for me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Congratulations for the Samantha Friends uh, presenting Marvel Madness, The Avengers. This is happening Saturday, May 20th, and Sunday, May 21st. What a lineup. You're amongst uh, Christos Andrews, Eric Fellows, Mike Manning, uh, producer, director of the Bay, Gregory J. Martin. Look at this. Look at you, Jake. Yeah, I mean these are these are actors and producers and people that I that I admire and look up to. So, getting to to do this charity with them and um, work with Samantha in Florida, I just it's a great opportunity. I'm really um, honored and and looking forward to it. If you guys haven't yet, remember Jake Jensen Media, J A K E J E N S E N Media, Instagram, and now TikTok. Um, I've been seeing also in some of the comments, what was it, uh, J.R. Rivera, a friend of mine. Um, sometimes I'm like, will you guys stop shortening your name or giving yourselves like these these short things? I want to, you know, call you by your real name. But it, like he was like my guy or something like that on the one <laughs> post. I don't know if you've seen that. I did see it, did yeah. Did you? It was like <laughs> <laughs> so you're, get, yep. you're getting, do you know him personally as well or no? I, I I don't know personally, but you know my network is so long. I I know people from so many different avenues of my life that sometimes I did I meet them virtually, did I meet them in person? I I, I can't always keep it straight, but <laughs> I, I'm trying my best. Uh, what's going on with that recent project you just posted and uh, shared on Instagram? You were getting filled with that filmed filled filmed with that young woman. So I I've been. Uh, creating some some acting projects with with actor friends of mine and we we shot uh, some of these scenes on sunday with um with these actor friends of mine and then a, a very very good um cinematographer and videographer so i'm excited uh, we're we're hoping to develop a pilot uh so this was kind of first steps getting some teasers out there for a pilot that we want to uh, create and we actually shot it at my at my office at the university so it was kind of fun to, to get to uh, merge my two worlds my acting world and my professor uh, sports psych world to kind of blend them together so that that was cool well you definitely have got you remember that I love the original the remake isn't bad with Penn Bagley I like him a lot but you remember yeah. the 80s film Stepfather? I think you would be good if they ever did a remake and being a professor stepfather out there trying to get your family sorted out. Uh, yeah, that would be very interesting. 
<laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Do you remember that film? I, you know what, I, I remember it and I've seen parts of it, uh, but it's been a long time. So <laughs> I, I will revisit that one. Oh, no, I mean, it's, uh, oh man, I really hope when you go to this event in May in Florida, I'm going to tell you, and I'll put a word out because Gregory and I've known each other for s- several years. Um, this has got to happen. Like, you being on a bay or maybe him coming in on a project, whatever it is, Jake, you've arrived. And I want us at an award show together. Hey, I am all, all for that. that and, I, and I feel like the, it's coming soon. I mean, I, there's, there's been a real shift in energy for me personally in the last you know year and, and even six months, even this, this year. And I feel yeah, there's a lot of good, good, good things coming um, for for all of us. We've got one of your favorite topics. You brought this up in our last episode: Mars, mindfulness, accountability, resiliency, self care. Where would you like to begin? Because this is going to lead into from what you shared with me, a book, hopefully one day. Yes, I mean, I that is definitely in the next uh, year to two years. I, I would like to, to publish the book and have started actually already on 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 writing it. So I, I've gotten a start. Um, I actually want to go back to the top of the show when you said uh, when when you think about Mars, you you brought up Mars bars, <laughs> and that's a that's that's funny because I used I lived in Europe for a couple of years, and Mars bars were my favorite uh, favorite treat over there. And they're very hard to find in the U.S. now, but there is a store in L.A. that carries them. But interestingly enough, now when I work with athletes, I actually have them put a Mars bar in their in their gym bag. And it reminds them of what we're working on. And then if they feel like they have a, a breakthrough or a victory, then they, they allow themselves that treat. <laughs> it's maybe not the healthiest, but I actually use Mars bars to, to help them remember the Mars approach. So that was, that was interesting that you brought that up without, without even knowing. See that intuition, my friend. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I haven't had one in probably over 15 years. I might, mine is three musketeers it's always been my favorite with this. I may have to, cause I believe they, I don't know if they have a, actually have them in the stores anymore. Have they discontinued them? Well, I know they're very hard to find in in a normal like grocery store or convenience store in the U.S. Um, Europe, they're they're everywhere. I you can order. I just I order them now um, online uh, to give to my athletes and and clients. But yeah, I I don't think they're standard in in most stores here in the U.S. Mm. But but they're good. They're good. <laughs> I, I really enjoy every part of this when we think about Mars and the aspects of the intuition to this program, if, if you call it a program. Actually, is this a program? Is this yours? Where can we begin, Jake, to better understand where did the inception begin with Mars and how relevant and prevalent does it impact how you teach you know this um 
this Mars approach is my my own approach, my own, you know, you could call it approach, philosophy, foundation of, of the work that I do as a uh, psychologist. And, it, you know, it's it's been refined, it's developed over, um, you know, over 10 years of consulting experience. I obviously have drawn uh, concepts from from other, you know, well-known uh, sports psychologists and, and others, but it really, um, started like i said about 10 years ago and i i really was thinking about what what do i want to to build the foundation of my consulting on and i thought about what's most important to me and again this has been refined over the years but you know it's always nice to have something that's kind of catchy and easy to remember and i think mars fits that bill but it also completely fits what i what i do uh with with the clientele that i work with and mindfulness i would say is really the foundation of that uh, i think that no matter what performance setting you're in building that foundation of mindfulness which is in, which includes awareness non-judgmental thinking being more present not dwelling on past mistakes or worrying about what the future holds is so key to to life but also obviously to performance the minute you step out of that present moment the minute you start worrying about past mistakes or dwelling too much on the future that throws us out of our our flow state or our, being in that you know zone that we that we want to be in when whether we're acting or um, competing on the athletic field so mindfulness is really the foundation that i start with um and i have to you know i do that i work mindfulness in different ways depending on who i'm working with just in the sense of some people are very open to it others are a little more closed off so i have to you know tailor it to, to who i'm working with june uh, michelle i want to say in, she's saying i love the valid points being discussed on this episode so much to learn and that's the question what can each person knowing that everyone's different jake knowing that they're going to get different results. That is expected. But what is the premise of what each person can potentially recognize when they, you know, if, if let's say I'm working on this program with you and let's say if there's five other people working on this program, we may take away a different narrative from this. But what would we essentially share as a community, having had worked with you, the key point of the signature of Jake Jensen when we think about the Mars program? Yes, and that's a you know the, the great question. I, and I'm gonna stick with the mindfulness for, for a minute. Um, the whole approach is important, but again, the mindfulness to me is really the foundation. And I, I truly believe that every everyone can benefit from being more more mindful. Um, it's something, no matter, some people already practice it, some are, it's, it's a new concept to them, but every single person that I have worked with, that I, that I have uh, talked to benefits from practicing mindfulness. And because I think it is so fundamental, the, the more we can stay truly present, the more fulfilled we are, the, the more, like I said, we can stay in that zone, that flow state. It's, it's so important and it's so hard to do. Uh, we are so conditioned to, to start judging ourselves, to be thinking about all that we have to do to get really away from being in that present moment. And 
I, that's why I think it's so important for people to practice mindfulness. And that can be done in, in a lot of different ways. And that's, I think, what I was meaning by, you know, I don't, there's different ways to practice mindfulness. Um, I know for, I have one person I'm working with right now who has a very hard time sitting still. So doing a, a sitting meditation just does not work for that individual. So I have her taking daily walks where she walks not with a purpose to get anywhere, but simply to notice the flowers, notice the trees. Uh, she sometimes go to, goes to the beach and walks on the beach for, for 20 minutes, hearing the sound of the waves, but truly taking in everything around us and being aware and present. Uh, so I think it, everybody can benefit from mindfulness. It's finding the ways that help you do that more often. And that's where it really you know, changes on the individual or for the, for the different uh, individual. You expressed within what you had sent to me earlier, so I can dive deeper into this topic. Explaining mindful eating, mindful walking. I know you just touched on that, but what at what level, at what point, Jake, when, wherever someone is at emotionally and mentally, how do they know when to begin this approach with you? before it gets out of control, depression starts setting in, complacency starts setting in. When is the right time for preventative care? You know, I think for for most people, any time is the right time to start. Uh, and it doesn't have to be, you know, hours of the day. It, it, honestly, practicing mindfulness is something that I think the more you do, it just becomes part of how you go through your day and, and your life. So you're more aware of, of everything that you're doing. It's not just like you're setting aside 20 minutes to meditate or it can become part of your, your, your lifestyle and your day. For me, um, taking though that time every day really has become as essential to me as eating and, and breathing. Um, I, I don't feel complete in a day if I haven't, uh, set aside some time to meditate. I've been doing that since 2008, so quite quite a few years now. Um, and for me, it's a twice a day for 20 minutes. But again, that, that doesn't have to fit everybody. You know, you have to find what works for you. Um, I do think there are certain times and situations, if somebody's going through a major trauma, uh, domestic violence, something like that, or, or clinical depression, where you have to be careful. Sometimes, you know, sitting with your, with your thoughts for too long can, can be detrimental. So you have to monitor that and watch that. But I think for most people, it's great to be proactive and start practicing that now. And hopefully that will, um, will help uh, with, with some mental health issues that, that certainly that not necessarily uh, treat them, but help slow down or help manage things you know, more effectively in a healthier way. Mindfulness, accountability, resiliency, self-care. What I'm also perceiving from this, Jake, is when you sum this up, put it all together, it correlates and can affect a person's standards. I want to read something here. Get right. honest with the people about who you are, what you want, and how you expect to be treated. Standards only scare off the people who are not meant for you. 
mindfulness, accountability, resiliency, self-care. Seems like it establishes standards, strengths. That's what resiliency is all about. What are your thoughts, Jake? Well, I love that uh, that quote you just read, and it, it's it's amazing how that the Mars approach fits right with that. And I do, I think uh, the Mars approach changes people's lives, not just in a performance setting. Obviously, most clients and people that I work with are coming to me to improve as an actor, as an athlete. But again, it impacts your entire life, uh, and I, I think it does set standards. I mean, I know. It's, it's changed who I am as a person and what I demand not only of myself, but of others around me and, and the respect and, you know, what my expectations are for, for how I want to be treated. And, and even being okay with sometimes I have to say, you know, this person is not, not helping me uh, be the best version of myself. I need to separate from that and, and having the strength and, and courage to do that sometimes, or, or not just a person, a situation. So yes, I do think the the Mars approach, the mindfulness helps us be more aware. And once we have that awareness, then we can be ready to be accountable again to ourselves, to our jobs, to our families, to our all that we have going on. We also can be more resilient. And then I'll, I think awareness also helps us realize we have to take time for ourselves. That is essential. And that is not what our society emphasizes is that self-care, which, so again, I think they all inform each other, all, all the pillars of, of the Mars approach. Yeah. We hear a lot of people talking about and referencing, uh, mental health, mental health, mental health, mental health. That is not where it begins here. Let me speak, speak to this in my reality from my training, having had worked in mental health, the scientific fact is that everything begins emotional to mental to physical and then to cosmic, godly, universal, holistic, so on and so forth. You've got to go back how I worked with my clients and how I do this every day in general, even with within and through PR, is I want to find out what is the emotional root. And this is where what I learned from having a mother who worked as a nurse uh, she was there on the front lines when, you know, the AIDS, you know, epidemic had happened. And the number one thing of where and when doctors treat most people, and it leads into medication or psychotherapy or whatever it may be that had been prescribed or suggested to a person to address mental health. The question is, is where is the emotional detachment or attachment to the situation? We've got to find that out because if not, it's going to lay within the subconscious and then these repetitive conscious behavior patterns are going to keep replaying over and over and over again as a rerun. And people wonder why they get stuck or you'll hear a lot of these um, inspirational videos, which can be very helpful on TikTok about patterns. So with the MARDS approach, what are the benefits to reestablishing new emotional behavior patterns that will enhance the accountability and acceptance and self-care to that approach and to be able to solidify long-term results without 
a regression and a relapse? Yes. Uh, no, that's thank you, um, Steve, for sharing that. And um, such an important uh, point that you make about the importance of realizing how our, our emotions and the triggers that, that lead us to, to depression and anxiety and some of these mental health, you know, challenges that, that so many people face and, and are really prevalent in our society. Again, I, that's where I go back to mindfulness being a foundation. I think by practicing mindfulness, we become much more aware of our own triggers, what our own emotional state, and, uh, you know, I, I practice a, a form of meditation called uh, clinically standardized meditation. It was developed by a psychiatrist, Patricia Carrington, in, I believe, the 70s or 80s. To, she wanted an alternative treatment for her clients that had disorders or, or dep clinical depression. And she wanted a non, you know, non-medicated way to, to help, help her patients. And so she developed this uh, clinically standardized meditation, which is a related to transcendental meditation but it's less um less prescriptive i guess and or less uh it, you you get to choose your own mantra that you repeat to yourself you don't have to do it for a set amount of time it, it really go with you know it could be five minutes versus more traditional like transcendental is 20 minutes but i think um whether it's meditation or however you're practicing the mindfulness that really helps you to not only be present but also to be aware of how am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? What's triggering me? And then not mindlessly going through the day and going back to even mindful eating. I think so many of us, you know, grab, grab, start eating and grab food to, to, to deal with stress or to mask, you know, deeper emotional issues. And, and when we can slow down, be more aware, be non-judgmental about ourselves, not beat ourselves up, that it's so important to to then ultimately uh, working on on the rest of ourselves and being accountable and resilient and 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 you know self care is also respecting ourselves enough to be willing to take that time for ourselves, not feeling like oh I'm letting my boss down, I'm letting my family down, I'm letting everyone down around me because I'm taking some time for myself. That takes awareness and that takes that self self-awareness to go, I, I need to take some time for myself so that I can then be fully present for others and for those around me and, and do the best work that I can do in my, you know, my given field. Um, so I don't know if that answered what you were saying, but I, um, I certainly feel like that emotional, those emotional triggers are so important to, to, to be aware of. When we look at and consider routines, Routines work for athletes. They work at times for other people in business, whether they're in marketing or finance. For myself, routines don't do well for me. To have an understanding of what my routine could be for the day or every day, like I get up, I say my affirmation, um, I, you know, make my coffee or maybe I'll go out and change it up and go somewhere to a cafe and enjoy the ambiance and everything. Where I'm going with this, Jake, is, and this is something I've seen on TikTok, where if we are not challenging our minds 
and our emotional state of being in order to allow people and new opportunities to come in. Because if someone is set regimented, (laughs) you know, as a, a program, how do you leave room for new opportunities if someone is operating in one momentum? So for those like myself who can have a routine, but it's mandatory that I change the way a routine could potentially be. How do I not get you know, myself I, in a rut? Well, I love that, uh, Steve. So, I mean, to me, it sounds like that changing up what you do is part of your routine, that you do have a routine, but an important part of your routine is making sure it's not the same routine every day. And I, I love that. I think that's great. Um, I don't know how, <laughs> how that resonates with you, but that is part of, I mean, to me, you do have a routine. It's just your routine incorporates making sure every day is not the same. <laughs> I like that perspective. I didn't, that, thank you. See, you know, this is why you're the, the professional in, in your area. I, I would never had considered that that could be a routine. Yeah. And I think that's um, so important because people do get stuck in the ruts. And I see this with athletes. I, every, you know, they have routines and every day starts seeming the same and it can, it can lead to burnout. It can lead to a lot of psychological problems. Um, I was working with a cross country runner a few years ago and they would run the same course every single day. And that was their routine. And he was going crazy. And I said, you've got to tell your coach that you need to run other courses. You need to go, you need to change up your environment for heaven's sakes. And so they started running a couple times a week they would change where they ran. It, they'd go to Malibu Canyon or wherever and, and made a huge difference. So routines, I think routines are important, but we have to make sure that part of our routines is that it, that we're changing up the environment. We're changing up the situation. That's one thing I love about my life is that every day it's different. And I love that. Um, and now that's, you know, I never know what when I'm going to get an audition coming in. I don't know who's going to contact me wanting, you know, a a session every day looks completely different. And I, and I love that. Um, you know, I think routines when they become for some athletes, they become so superstitious about their routines and it becomes a ritual that if they don't do that, everything's thrown off. And I think that's very dangerous too. We've got them. There's nothing wrong with having some consistent behaviors and patterns, but we need to make sure that that doesn't become something that we're superstitious about as well as, something that just becomes this rut that we get stuck in. I really like that. Honestly, it's, uh, I hope that helps anyone and everyone. Uh, Cause to just share, I'm at where I'm at because of not having a routine, but finding out from Jake that that is a routine because <laughs> it's, Look, just to consider that I know someone who literally has a schedule down to every minute, if not second, and I mean specifically, an athlete, every minute. Like today, I'm going to be speaking with this person, and I was given a time slot that this person would be available from 12.50 p.m. Pacific to 1 p.m. Pacific. (laughs) 12 and i'm like (laughs) 
Okay. Um, that's great. If someone can live their life in, in my, from my viewpoint, with no flexibility, and it's only from 12.50 to 1 p.m., I'm thinking, dang, you know, you could go to a Starbucks or a cafe or, or let's say, you know, you get this feeling or sign, hey, call Alice or call Sean. And then it turns into where it's like, hey, how you doing? Uh, you know what? What's happening? Oh, there's a project going. You know what? I am so sorry. I did not even think to call you, Jake, about having you part of this project. But we just had someone who had an emergency or they had an issue with their visa and now we need an ex a producer, or we need an actor to fill this, or we need someone to come and help and, and you know, just on set to be a consultant because we're doing a segment in, uh, in a documentary about sports and media in the NFL. If someone is only going to be available between 12.50 and 1 o'clock, let's say you, Jake, if there was no flexibility, you could have lost on a $50,000 contract because you missed out on getting that feeling or listening and respecting to take action to that feeling to call Alice or somebody that could have gotten you a $50,000 contract. It's just, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that, but I, but I, I, you know, I see that with so many high performers and, and high level people that they do get so structured that it literally becomes their lives get scheduled 10, you know, in 10 minute, 15 minute uh, increments. And, you know, I realize there's some of that, that that's necessary, but I think it, it can become, I, I think it can become, uh, it can really bring you down quickly to be that, that regimented. And, and, and as you brought up and you can miss out on important opportunities without having some flexibility. Exactly. I want to give a big shout out to my lovely, lovely lady, Miss Stella, out there in Milan, Italy. Uh, she's listening. She's engaging. She says, I'm loving this show, loving the episode. So thank you, Stella Backer, out there in Milan. Jake, is there anything that we need to cover or that you would like to cover before we close out? Uh, before we go on with our day about you, about Mars, about the, you know, instead of side effects, like what prescriptions or other doctors or people suggest could happen, what are the side benefits with you and the Mars? I mean, I could go on about all of the benefits, uh, obviously emotionally, mentally from, from practicing this, but also physically. I mean, uh, going back to Patricia Carrington, who developed that clinically standardized meditation, something she found is that people's um, anxiety levels went way down. But in addition to that, like blood pressure went way down. So for myself, I um, even as a collegiate athlete, I was in great shape. I, I was training three to four hours a day. My my blood pressure was always high, and it was always you know frustrating to me because here I am, this you know high level athlete. In, in great shape and my blood pressure was always high and and it's interesting as soon as I started meditating during grad school and then have practiced that regularly my blood pressure is completely normal levels it, it regulated that and, and there's so many uh health benefits uh not only in 
you know, in practicing this, but, uh, or practicing mindfulness, uh, but also looking at, um, you know, re reduction in tension headaches, blood pressure goes down. There's so many, it, it's kind of a normalizing of the whole, the whole body and mind. And when we get those in sync, the health benefits are, are enormous and we're just barely tapping into the research on how important, how important uh, this, this mind body connection is. And I think the Mars approach really helps with that mind body connection, because again, by being mindful, we can be more aware of, am I, am I truly treating my body the way it should be treated? Am I nourishing it the way it needs to be nourished? Am I getting the exercise that I need to feel well and to feel healthy? Am I taking care of myself? And again, that becomes from awareness. Uh, you can't take care of yourself if you're not aware of how to take care of yourself or what your needs are. And and you know what I've realized from today is we can spend we can spend an entire show on each pillar of this. I, I've really focused much more on the mindfulness because that that seemed most important today to me. But um, I you know obviously would love to to expand on these other areas uh, on other shows. Of course, I mean, and this is where I appreciate you, you know, being there as a leader with myself for In the Actors and Athletes Studio with Stephen Cuoco and Jake Jensen on Power 98.5, is there are most people in this day and age, and please share your thought on this, that a little can go much further now than, you know, back in the, the 70s and 80s and 90s, we could take a lot in. But, you know, you got to figure, you know, we had, what, 5.4 billion people in the 80s, 80s, 90s, and now there's 8 billion people now, and everything is just so in your face. It's too much for people to be able to handle, to consume and absorb. And more importantly, Jake, as you know, to articulate, you've got to understand and want to have the feeling, the emotional feeling and desire and inspiration to be inspired to want to evolve in a way of working with you and using and utilizing the Mars plan effect to get those long-term results because too many times people are having relapses and they're regressing and then unexpectedly they walk into a bar and you think, you know what, I'm going to have a drink or, you know what, oh, uh, girlfriends want to go out, but they're not in an emotional, mental state, if not also physical state of wellness and well-being. And someone can, and I'm being serious, someone can easily sit down and have a cocktail and subconsciously and consciously not be in the right state of frame of mind. And all of a sudden, an addiction begins or begins because they're there, they're having a good time, they're around other people, but they're finding to where they're adapting and associating those outside effects as medicine or numbness to the pain that they're feeling. It's an escape. Most people don't realize this, but addiction is more of an escape than it is the actual addiction of the person having the, the, the problem with the drug, the body can become dependent or codependent. However, the emotional well-being is the escape. And that's the difference to where I believe most people don't understand what drug addiction and alcoholism, sex addiction, or any type of addiction, porn addiction is the fact to where 
there's a difference between of how it is affecting and infecting and influencing the body to where also what is it doing to the emotional state of the mind. Yeah, Steve, you're, uh, you went out, you're cutting in and out for a bit there. So I don't, I didn't catch everything that you said. Uh, no worries. Um, I was uh, speaking about addiction and about how, you know, for people to be just very mindful of where they're at emotionally and mentally, because a simple going out and having a cocktail with a girlfriend, or if someone is watching porn, or if they're going on a date, to really understand the difference between body, what the body has of dependency or codependency, and then the emotional uh, and mental feeling of what a person is doing to escape. So I'm wondering if we should go ahead and have a, a show about addiction and the difference between um, of what people do and how things can happen, Jake, unexpectedly or how a simple event or a simple human experience most people don't really separate and identify that there is a difference between a body, um, a body codependency, chemical codependency, and an emotional mental escape and where addiction sits with that. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be a fascinating show. And, and, I, and in this case, I'd love to hear you know a lot more, uh, Steve, about your own uh training and with mental health and experiences because I, um, I I'm not an addiction expert but I certainly um, have seen even clients of my my own that we didn't set out necessarily to to treat an addiction but they through the work that we've done they've quit smoking or they they manage their alcohol consumption much in a much healthier way and so it's been interesting without even trying to treat addiction I've seen benefits from again, connecting that mind-body connection and understanding our emotional needs or what you know what we're trying to mask our emotions through through alcohol through through porn through substances so i think that would be a, a an excellent um excellent topic for a, a future show um and i i just wanted to throw it back at you uh steve and ask you a question you know in terms of you are a very, very, very busy guy. And I think it would take, you know, if you have a lot of demands on your time, a lot of people looking at you for, for leadership, for answers. How do you, how do you manage, <laughs> how do you manage your, your stress and anxiety and, and a normal day? I'm very clear and honest with myself and everyone else that, you know, to give you an answer. This is the first thing that comes to my mind. We both work in the entertainment industry and you know, what having and working in media, being in media, being in public relations, there are times to where people will want to ask me questions. I'll get a DM or I'll have a client that is feeling very lonely. I've worked, uh, many times I've worked with people that just need to find answers and sometimes they're just looking to have um, a partnership they're looking to have um, a, a familiar human being because something is absent emotionally and mentally and even possibly physically in their life and they're searching for companionship 
and I, I get that often, very, very much often. If there's anything that is more in demand and needed in what I do is others who are lacking in genuine companionship and relationship and communication. I'm going to, I've got to put that down. So a lacking relationship, companionship. This is going to be a good topic for us. Companionship and communication. Great question. Um, Those are the three pillars in my field. Yeah. And there are, and um, hold on, relationship. Uh, I'm honest. And when I know that someone is not meaning to take advantage, not meaning to abuse uh, our connection or relationship, but they're looking for a need and fill. And it sometimes is not, if not most of the time, I'm going to say most of the time, it is not very much understood about boundaries because like, oh my goodness, I'm in, I'm not, you know, the person is like, overwhelming and fight or flight and they go to the first thing of where they feel safe and as a representative whether it be in sports media entertainment or your colleague or whoever you when you know this jake because of the field that you're in and the people that you work with you want to go to the safest space and place and or person to purge or to Mm -hmm. find advice And when I am in a place and space emotionally and mentally and also physically of wanting to decompress and to come back within myself to rejuvenate and regenerate, I am honest and I will say this is not the right time. I will feel out the situation. I'll possibly ask some questions to gauge to sort out what sort of energy and time and commitment is going to be asked or required for this person and then even if i'm on the phone and or in person i will express to that other person that we can either continue this another time i will leave it up to their responsibility i won't chase after them i used to do that i stopped doing that i will hold them accountable i've gotten all the information i needed to know thank you for sharing um i will be honest and say I don't really have much that I can share with you of what to do. It sounds to me that you already know you're looking for confirmation or it sounds and feels to me as though you're looking for insight, but this is something that I really cannot afford to lead you down because it's going to take away your own experience to be able to have ownership in this and to be able to move forward and to have that clarity you deserve. There are many things I can go into of potential scenarios. And then the ultimate one is I need to take time for me. Thank you for the call. I will say a prayer for you. And I'm honest. I say that to people. I will say a prayer. I will put good vibes out there. Um, I just recently had a call from, um, and thank you, Jake, because this just reminded me three days ago. Uh, A client of mine sent to me a referral and she informed me that she's working with a publicist. She works in that marketing mindset field. And I asked her questions and then I felt to also ask and to reference, you're in this field, you're solid, 
even though your social media does not express that, it's all about status now, not numbers, depending on the circumstances. And you're working with a PR agent in a for development of your branding and image and reputation, but yet I don't see any resolve. It doesn't make sense. And to sum it up, she's like, let me get some notes and questions together and I'll give you a call back tomorrow at 12 p.m. And she ended up calling back at 3 p.m. And at first I was like, wait a minute, what is this number? Because I only save numbers with names if I have some sort of rapport with you. And I was like, okay, I know who this is. But I was on a phone call. My first gut instinct was is don't call back because if it was really, if it's really that important, she will be persistent and proactive and call back. And then the other thing I thought to myself within that, what about me? She already has a representative. So in this situation, I don't feel that she, or didn't feel at the time, Jake, that she was trying to take advantage. But she knew that she's already got a publicist and she has someone who's supposed to be working with her on this and then wanting to call back. And it's like, no, it's like, I, I'm not going to go out of my way. And even if she were to have called back, I was going to set the boundary and say, well, I appreciate that you're looking for answers and you've got these notes and these questions for me. But at the same time, you already have a representative. And whether you have a representative or, or not, I deserve to be compensated for my time because now having that first initial assessment was fine and I don't mind doing it. It's going to continue or even if it turns into a second conversation, you're asking me to take time away from my life and my development for your time and development. Well, that's going to fucking cost you. We didn't get yep. to that point, yep. but that's what I'm saying. There are certain areas that I will be very clear when it comes to intention and setting boundaries. And that is something I don't have a problem with. I will admit to you, when I was younger, I did have a little bit of a problem with that because I did not want to experience rejection because I had too much of it as a child. Too much of it to where it was so overwhelmingly painful inside to where the the pain became so numb because I became so used to it being part of my life. And it took me several yeah. decades to get to a place that I can do the right thing for myself and not have to suffer and be in pain because I don't want to be rejected and I don't want to reject someone else because I knew that if I were to set those boundaries and if that other person at times, there are people love to be a fucking victim and they were to felt rejected, then it always came back to where then I felt rejected and then not see back, wait, no, 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 don't leave. Don't go. Wait, no. Okay. We'll sit down and talk. I don't want to feel this pain anymore because I had too much of it in my life of feeling yeah. unwanted. 
I hope that helps to answer your question. No, it does. And I just appreciate you sharing that. Um, I think, you know, sharing the journeys that we go on and being willing to be vulnerable and, and, and show that is so, so important. And I, what I love about what you said is um, not only having those conversations with other people and, and, and realizing boundaries, but also having those conversations with ourselves. You know, and I, I think this morning, for example, I I was feeling a little overwhelmed. I've got a lot going on today. I'm leaving town early in the morning. I've got classes to teach and sessions to do and all this stuff. And I said, I, I had a conversation with myself. I, my first instinct was just to jump right in and start getting going on all that I had doing. And then I said to myself, what do I really need right now? And I said, I need to go outside I need to sit outside in the sun, listen to the birds, do my meditation and get myself in a better place mentally and emotionally. And I did that and I, my day has been productive. I feel much less overwhelmed, but I was willing to have that conversation with myself. And I, and I much better at that now than I was five years ago, 10 years ago. But I love what you've brought up. You know, you, it's, we not only have to have those conversations with other people, we also have to have them with ourselves. Um, and I think that's, that's so important. Mm -hmm. It is. Kelsey is asking Jake, can you uh, please go over and I'm, uh, this is in a messenger uh, so I can type it to her. She's well, she's going to be listening to it live, but I just want to write it out. What is the meditation you were discussing again? That's not transcendental. It's the other one. It's called CSM, which stands for clinically standardized meditation. And it, like I said, it's it's very similar to transcendental meditation, but it's less, uh, I don't know what I want to say, less prescriptive or less demanding in the sense of you can change your mantra every day if you want. You, you come up with your own sound or word that you repeat to yourself. You can do it for as many, as long as you want. You don't have, for transcendental meditation, you're assigned a mantra. It's 20 minutes twice a day. It's very uh, prescriptive in that sense. And I like the flexibility of the CSM and kind of adapting it to, to the different uh, people that I work with. Thank you, Jake. So once again, it's CSM clinically standardized meditation. I'm going to look into that myself. So uh, check the message. I know you heard it. Um, it's in a message for you to view. Uh, and remember, everyone, you can send us a DM on the website and the app anytime by clicking the icon, the messenger in the bottom right-hand corner. Jake, I want to thank you again. Thank you for everyone for tuning in to In the Actors and Athletes Studio with Stephen Cuoco and Jake Jensen. Congratulations. All great things, you know, to Jake for now being on TikTok. So Instagram, TikTok, Jake Jensen. You're going to go and... Type in the search, Jake Jensen Media, J-A-K-E-J-E-N-S-E-N -E 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 Media. Any closing thoughts, Jake? No, just um, it's been a pleasure, uh, Steve. I, I'm really enjoying doing this with you, doing this show. And, and thank you to all our, our viewers, the comments. We, we love getting them, so keep them coming. They've been amazing. Yeah, they have. I, I, they bring, I, I've really enjoyed uh, I've gotten messages. I've gotten comments yeah it's it's great and it's going to expand even more and you're you've got such a warm warm 
warmness about you. You're a warm being, very, very cuddly in a very energetic way, a warm being. Keep in mind, I'm not saying that Jake is a teddy bear with a teddy tummy. Jake is very, <laughs> very fit. <laughs> it's just Thank you're, you. you're very warm. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Um, I think I used to see that as a weakness. I didn't want to be seen that way. And now I, it's a, I realize it's a strength of mine. Why would I want to hide that? You know, and so it, it's been a process to, to be comfortable with that side of me. But, but it's definitely a strength of mine and why I, why I enjoy what I do. Thanks again, Jake. Truly love and appreciate right. you. Thank you so much. Stay on the line, Jake. We're going to have a personal quick chat. Thank you to everyone for tuning in live on there. Well, well, yeah. I was going to say live on air with Stephen Coco, but you can, because here's the thing. This show is going to be on the live on air with Stephen Coco on all the platforms. It's going to be available today. However, this is a separate independent show. I just figured we'd just keep everything under the umbrella moving forward and stay tuned because we will have a live studio set where people can come and guess and it's going to be a, a live broadcast video broadcast included i want to put together a, a television like a tv station and radio station in one and we're going to be having in the actors and athletes studio with steven cuoco and jake jensen where you can physically come be on that stage be with us uh, right now we're in the studio but we want to make sure that we've got a physical studio and sorting out the location of where everyone can be. We will be having upcoming future guests and I'm looking forward to more conversations with Jake and definitely to discuss what I shared earlier, relationship, companionship, and communication. Three of the most basic fundamentals of all human and animal nature, relationship, companionship, and communication. It's how we survive and it's how we thrive. Uh, once again, Power 98.5 is available on the iOS and Android app, Alexa, Siri, and... You like that pause? <laughs> Apple Music. Uh, love you guys. Thank you again for joining us today in the Actors and Athletes Studio with Stephen Cuoco and Jake Jensen. A lot of the uh, bonus clips that we have, you're going to uh, see and experience uh, on Jake Jensen Media, J-A-K-E-J-E-N-S-E-N Media, Power 98.5 Radio, Instagram page, uh, Stephen Cuoco, S-T-E-V-E-N-C-U-O-C-O, -E -E Pinterest, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, you know, all things out there, and YouTube. Uh, so these bonus clips are on there. Also, Daily Motion. Y'all know Daily Motion, so dailymotion.com. Uh, we are amongst a little over 220 or 230 uh, exclusive broadcasting networks and stations. Power 98.5 Satellite Radio is on dailymotion.com. Uh, once again, easy Google search, live on air with Stephen Cuoco or Power 98.5 or my public relations firm, United Angels Dream, or simply Stephen Cuoco, S-T-E-V-E-N-C-U-O-C-O. -E -E Have a great day, everyone.
Find us on your socials and let's connect.